Hello and welcome to Store Brands Spotlight. I'm Greg Sleeter, Executive Editor of Store Brands. Our guest is Brett Faisalov, Lead of Industry Solutions Consumer Goods with VDX.TV. VDX is a global advertising technology company focused on helping brands magnify their TV ads by connecting the television with personal devices. 2022 was a big year for the private label industry as economic challenges led a growing number of shoppers to turn to store-branded products in an effort to save money. But how do retailers keep this momentum going in 2023? Advertising directly to consumers could be a key tool. Britt will share information on the latest trends in digital advertising and how retailers can use these tools to raise the profile of their store brand products. Britt, welcome to Store Brand Spotlight. Thanks so much, Greg. Thanks for having me. It's it's our pleasure. <laughs> um, an interesting topic and one uh, I've talked with a little with folks in the industry in terms of how do you how do you market store branded products? And it's really something that's uh, left to the retailer uh, as the product suppliers themselves. Uh, you know, obviously, they're the brands behind it, but the consumer doesn't know their brands. So that that's always a challenge. So, Britt, to start, um, can you give us a sort of a big picture overview of how retailers are promoting their products to consumers? And I guess the trends that you're seeing as we start 2023. Yeah, of course. So, you know, as we all kind of know, there are multiple channels and ways that retailers really promote products to consumers. So, you know, from direct mail that we're kind of all used to in-store promotions, any social platforms, and honestly, the most impactful and measurable is digital advertising. So that's going to be across desktop, mobile and TV. And, you know, this really allows brands to reach consumers in a very seamless experience wherever they are, whether it's in home or on the go. Um, what I think is interesting, too, when you talk about trends as we start the new year, there's really a few consumer habits that are rapidly changing. Um, and I'm going to say they are going to stay around for a significant amount of time. And I think they're going to gain traction as we go into 2023. So um, the first main shift that we're really seeing is that consumers are in this new discovery phase. And because of this right now, it's really important to promote products to consumers. You know, they really are moving into this movable middle space. Um, this means that they're searching for new brands. They're really willing to try new brand names that they might not have, have tried before. Um, you know, and they're really looking for new products more than ever right now. These consumers are the ones that can really be persuaded and influenced. And in turn, they make the most impact for the brand. So, just to you know, talk a little bit more about this new discovery phase that I mentioned consumers are in, we are seeing brand loyalty is at an all-time low for many reasons. So you know, we, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but due to inflation and skyrocketing prices, consumers are becoming more price conscious than ever. Um, they're really analyzing their pocketbooks. Brands that may have been you know, purchased more frequently over the last couple of years may not fit into their budgets today. Um, we are still seeing supply chain issues. So if consumers and products um, and brands that aren't available, they are exploring new brands, switching to these competitor brands as well. And the last one I'll quickly touch on is um, something that's really gaining a lot of traction among a lot of brands as well is consumers are really changing to a healthier and sustainable lifestyle. Um, consumers are checking labels more than we've ever seen before. They want to know where these products are made, what is in them, and even they're looking at brand stories. Um, what do they do in the community? How do they give back? Consumers are really looking to align themselves with, with brands that have the same values and the same opinions that they do. 
So when it comes to re, uh, retailers and advertising, we're still seeing a lot use uh, the, the traditional paper, paper sales flyer. Uh, but there's a lot of technology out there. So for uh, for those retailers who are looking to promote, especially store branded products, um, talk about some of the technology that's out there today um, and how they can start to use that to really reach consumers, you know, where they're shopping. Yeah, I would say um, there's a, there's a couple things I can I can really talk about here. But um, I would say that the biggest tactic that you should really focus on. We talk about, you know, the digital, the, the print and, and going into digital. Um, I think one of the biggest technologies that we should focus on is data. I strongly believe that data is one of the most important tool for brands. Um, data here is at the, is at the tech stack in the front for VDX.TV. Um, it is the most important tool to gather information, really understanding who your consumers are, who they aren't, how do they shop, what are they buying and how do they prefer to engage so we can tailor messaging to be you know, relevant to these audiences that we know will make the most impact. And at the end of the day, data is knowledge. I'm curious just with that data. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously a lot out there and, and retailers collect a lot of it now. Um, what, what can they use that data for? And then how do they use that data to kind of target consumers who maybe have specific needs or who are buying products over and over again? Yeah. Um, so I just mentioned this, but data really is knowledge. And I think that's like the biggest thing to really focus on. It is the main driver to enhance the consumer journey, to make it a positive experience. So, you know, we talked about digital and an omni-channel approach. It's really taking center stage. So I think the main thing here is really connecting those audiences to the certain product. So you're, you're not really marketing in a mass, if you will, you're trying to take it down and scale it into a more personalized level. Um, I think the biggest thing here is staying current. Um, you know, consumers are shopping is so different. It's changing. It's evolving. So I think that data really makes us stay current. Um, here at VDX.TV, we actually have um, a data platform to where we ingest 50K topics of interest. So we're able to see, um, you know, a consumer's journey, what content they're, you know, reading, what certain topics they're interested in as well. So we can really pair those audience buckets or profiles, if you will, to the correct product in the store as well. The, the data you're talking about, does that come from retailers or does your company collect that separately and then try to synthesize all that? Yeah, so we actually have um, a data called page contextualization to where we actually scan, I think it's about 2 billion um, content sites a day. And we actually follow consumers across the content, content that they're reaching. And then what we do is we analyze those and then we actually bucket it into um, kind of like our audience profile, if you will. Um, so that is our own proprietary data, but we do also work with third-party partners as well. So we can use any um, purchase data, so any credit card data we have some partnerships with. We also have some in-store um, third-party partners as well that we work with to see who frequents these certain retailers, um, how often do they go, et cetera. The technology side of it, and I think we everybody now thinks about the smartphone, where it's in yeah. our pockets constantly, in our, it's in our hands constantly. Is that the main, uh, I guess, tool of use for reaching consumers or are there other things out there right now that retailers can do to get that message or a specific message in front of consumers? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting point. I think, you know, everyone is connected to one device or multiple throughout the day. I think it's a twofold. I think we forget that decisions are made at a household. Um, 
there's not just one person who makes a decision by themselves. It's not just the person who's actually making the purchase. Um, I think we forget that there are multiple factors to a purchase, whether small or large. This could be a significant other. It could be a parent. It could be a child in the household. So I definitely think having a big screen tactic as well, so OTT and CTV, is huge for that piece of it as well. Um, in addition, if someone is on the go, you're able to re-message them, whether they are in the store or they are running errands, you are hitting them on that mobile device. So what we really do is we connect the dots to make sure it is a seamless experience. Like I said, um, you know, they get served on OTT, um, CTV ads. And we actually also um, include a QR code, which I think is a up and coming technology trend as well. And this really you know, invites the user to engage with the brand. Um, you know, they're invited to scan it. They can learn more about the product. They can read the benefits. They can read the brand story that I kind of mentioned earlier. Um, they can check the label. So we have a lot of different functionalities within our video, um, but I definitely think an omni-channel approach is key here. Can you define a little bit uh, OTT and CTV, what that is, what their differences are and how they can be used? Yeah, so OTT is over the top. So it's really your device, um, smart TV. Connected TV is those who are streaming, like streaming services. So a Hulu, a Roku, and things like that. Um, this is also a trend that we've seen the last, I would say, year. It's, it's really picked up, but there's a lot of cord cutters. A lot of people are jumping on this trend. So what we're really trying to do is go beyond just linear TV. Um, Again, this is something that, you know, we've all been super familiar with for so many years to come. This is changing. Consumers are changing. They're streaming more than ever. And that's a great thing because that means they're actually selecting the content that they want to view, um, which also puts us in the driver's seat to be able to target them um, with relevant messages. We know what content they're consuming. We know what they're watching. We kind of know what genres they're, you know, interested in as well. Um, so that only further deepens that connection that we really bridge the gap between. So these are messages and I guess the advertising that can reach a consumer basically anywhere, whether they're on a mobile device, in the store or sitting at home watching television, be that through an app yep. or regular TV. So the retailer or a brand can really reach consumers just about anywhere at any time then. Yep, exactly. Yep. That's exactly what we what we do here. Well, that's that, that's interesting. And I mean, we all sort of joke about having a conversation about a topic and then five minutes later seeing the ads on Facebook and wondering, you know, OK, where's the microphone and who's listening? Yes. Um, and I know it's not that, you know, big brother ish, <laughs> but but I, I do think that's that's an interesting conversation that people have now. So um, so it really allows the the retailer slash brand to to target a message um, to a specific consumer based on really what their needs are then. Yeah, exactly. And, and just to talk a little bit more about that, but we do passionately believe that not all products and brands make sense for every consumer. So, you know, we really strive to identify those certain audiences, um, really understand the household. Again, I talked about this, but like decisions are made from multiple people in the household. Everyone is a different in a different place in their life, going through multiple life stages they could be moving, they could be getting married, having a baby, a new job. So consumers like a lot of different things. And it's really all about identifying your target audience. And then, you know, we talked about this, but reaching relevant um, audiences with the right messaging and making sure that that's what they're interested in, and then in turn makes the most impact for them. Within private label, and I think private label has relied a lot on the consumer to make the decision to shift from national brand to a private store brand. 
base a lot on cost. And then I think once they try a product, they, they think, wow, it's, it's as good as the other product and I'm saving some money. Is, is there more of an opportunity now that you see for, and I think retailers have to take this ball and run with it, uh, to really highlight private brands, not just based on price, but maybe talk more about the development and you know some of the taste testing and some of the comparisons we see out there now is they, uh, should should they can in your opinion consider different ways to message you know their private branded products to consumers yeah i i totally think um that should be the goal i don't think um it's really smart to not advertise i think the goal is to get in front of these consumers really make sure these brands are front of mind um I think right now what we're experiencing with private labels is that awareness piece. Um, I think, you know, they're used to these legacy brands. A lot of these consumers just mostly purchase products because they know the name. They trust the name. They've always bought the brand. But I think, you know, there are so many other great private label um, quality products and brands out there that I think these consumers, like to your point, once they taste test, you know, they're kind of hooked. So I think it's all about like, amplifying their brand story one as i mentioned earlier but also two is driving that awareness and like making sure that these consumers know it is budget friendly you know if you're looking for you know something organic you can't afford it it's really expensive but private label has some really good um options as well and i think it's that whole like quality um for consumers to really understand that it is a great quality they have a great brand story um and you know it, it, do, it does fit in consumers lifestyles and i think that's the biggest point Demographically, is there any difference to how the messaging needs to get out or you're finding baby boomers through, you know, Gen Z and and some of the younger generations that everybody's connected at some point to a device? Is there any need to to change how you reach each generation or can it be the messaging will change, of course, by product, but sort of the the method to get that message out is it is it somewhat similar based on generations or is there a difference yeah you know i i honestly believe that everyone no matter what age is connected to at least one device if not more devices a day like i strongly believe that so you know i'm gonna stick with my omni-channel approach um across any demographics because you know what you have every opportunity to be able to reach whatever demographic wherever they are um through whatever consumer purchase lifestyle they're in right now um i think to your point you know we do passionately believe that the messaging is what's being tailored not every message is going to resonate with an audience as i mentioned earlier too you know everyone's in a different life stage one person might be looking at the label one might be looking at how i can incorporate this in a recipe um so it's all about you know that testing and learning i think um really discovering who these audiences are who are you trying to target um and also like get those audience discoveries on the back end and see kind of who is you know um you know, uh, receptive to your ads, um, who, you know, like I said, the life stage, I think it's all different in how you position your products that way versus the devices. This is obviously, um, technology driven, but from the standpoint, I guess, of, of marketing and creating a marketing plan, is there any difference in how one, a company should start doing that? Or is it the same thought process and then just using that kind of thought within the technology? Yeah, I think, I think both. Um, 
I think, you know, a, a brand or an advertiser has an idea of who they're trying to target, but I also think that that's not where it ends. I think it goes further. I think it's all about relationship building for brands as well. And I think there's so many different audiences out there that will be receptive. And again, it's all about how you position it. It's all about the brand story and it's all about connecting um, to really drive that brand affinity, I would say, because that's all about the emotional connection with these brands and consumers. I think anytime we hear about um, something new, and especially when it's tech driven, there's a reluctance to it from, from some brands to take that step. Um, what advice would you give companies that are sitting on the fence right now, maybe hearing about this technology or getting into some kind of tech driven um, marketing and promotion? What advice would you give them uh, you know, as they look at this and maybe want to get started? Yeah, I, I mentioned this too, but we are, you know, a partner who loves to test and learn. Um, we're not going to know everything. The client's not going to know everything either. But I think if you kind of have that really good consultant relationship to where, you know, you are trying to achieve a goal together, you're trying to target an audience, you're trying to see what messages are resonating well within the audience, um, where are they engaging, what's not working, I think that's going to be key. So I don't think um, a brand should be scared a little bit. Um, I think there's only positives that will come from it. Um, I think, again, amplifying that brand story, I can guarantee will ultimately increase a brand share of voice, really gain market share and eventually exceed your competition. So um, I, I think just learning those different strategies together, learning to see what works, what doesn't work is going to be a huge positive. This will really help you know your customer, generate that brand awareness, which I think private label is a, that's a huge goal of theirs um, and really expand your reach and become that recognizable um, brand in the marketplace to, to customers. Britt, as we wrap up, anything else you'd like to add? No, that's it. I um, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I think just a few things that I'll leave with is um, we talked about on the go and we talked about in-house. Um, I just want to reiterate that both are very, very important. Household influence is huge. And we are seeing a huge trend on CTV as well. Wonderful. Well, Britt, thank you for um, some great information. Uh, the evolution of how companies can market and advertise their products is uh, fascinating to watch, especially with today's technology. So this was some great insight. So I, I appreciate your time today. Of course. Thank you so much. 